0: All right, welcome back to But Why Should I Care with Deanna Huff and myself, Ellie Huff. Today we're going to be discussing topics on friendship, something I'm moderately familiar with. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But
1: talked about often,
0: right? I talked about often. Yes, Yes, friendship
1: is a topic that I hear all the time.
0: Yeah, and I used to like to say that like, you know, friendships are one of those just so subjective that you almost can't put umbrella terms on it, you know, because it's people, it's relationships, it's different times, different places. Like, how can it be the same? But once you look back at things such as comparisons between Aristotle and Paul's understanding of friendship, you really kind of come to terms with, like, the possibility of what a good friendship can look like and and what that looks like in our everyday.
1: Yes. Maybe. And I wouldn't think so apart from... Looking at those things. Right. I mean, obviously, God's word gives us an idea of friendship, but mm-hmm. it's not specific in the sense of, of putting it into categories like right. Aristotle did. Yes. And I think that he does give this nuance that makes you think about it differently.
0: Mm-hmm. So by reading these two excerpts, right, from Paul and Aristotle and comparing them, it's kind of beautiful to, like, look at the difference between what is a friendship that doesn't necessarily have God as, you know, a cornerstone, you know, and then mm-hmm. a Christian friendship with Paul, with Christ, as simply the uh, the glue, right? And I don't even think I would reduce it down to just glue because we'll see that it it's like the crucial and focal point of friendship and that's what makes a relationship good. So, and in its truest sense, good. Anyways, so I'm going to just reflecting back on last week just if you're unfamiliar and you're new to us hi welcome but also (laughs) but also this is coming out of a book that we are kind of walking through on our favorite parts that connect with us so it's called Paul and the Giants of Philosophy and it's taking different ancient philosophers and putting them up against um, Paul and some of the things that he said, um, comparing them, contrasting them, seeing how the ideas of the time sort of influenced Paul or how they starkly differed, you know, and just seeing how Christianity was such a profound. It's not, Christianity wasn't just profound, it was like world changing, it was different, it was countercultural.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, this totally would have been countercultural to the ideas and the way that you would treat one another in that culture.
0: Mm -hmm. And where values
1: lied and all of those things. Yes, because typically if you wanted something, you you would treat someone kind Mm -hmm. or if they could do something for you or if you could find satisfaction in some particular way. But it didn't have any element necessarily
0: of true love. Love of God, yeah. those types of things. So when we dive into Aristotelian ideas of friendship, right? We're going to look at Nicomachean Ethics because this is his writing over over friendship. He has pieces in here that that involve what the criteria of friendship are. So just to succinctly, which is interesting. Before yeah, you say this, go ahead.
1: which is interesting that he would even take time to write on this subject. Sure, because it just provides. The idea that they thought about these things. Yes, I mean they thought about friendships, and I—I I know I mentioned when we opened. You know, it is talked about a lot, but mm-hmm. oftentimes what you hear most people say is, "I don't have any friends," or "I don't have any Cheers. close friends." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hear you. I see you. They, <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's a lack of trust, and a, and a, truly a lack of probably forgiveness in a lot yeah. of friendships, and so we have friends for a season and then we go to the new season mm-hmm. but it's just interesting that he spends time talking about this right. idea of
0: friendship because like this piece on friendship is up there when he talks about you know politics he'll talk about metaphysics and physics and then he's also like oh by the way friendship and uh, you know for some of us we're like okay random but okay because like he's talking about all these serious issues well friendship is a serious issue and it's a focal point to how we are supposed to you know find and enjoy the meaning in life find that eudaimonia that fulfillment that um that happiness that community in life right so it's It's a a a val yeah.
1: Yeah, and before you go on, and a lot of times in the community of Christianity, Mm -hmm. we call it oftentimes like fellowship or something like that. But we can use these terms of friendship as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because true friendship is going to be true fellowship as well. Mm -hmm. And I know fellowship is... Oftentimes on a larger scale, but I don't think we talk about this subject near enough.
0: Mm, I completely agree. And also, with this rise of like the digital age, finding ourselves on social media, not really knowing who people are, not wanting to feel really vulnerable, wanting to appear a certain way, putting up all these walls. Like, I know that I've had this problem in college or whatever, and I've heard people that continue to have this problem, and I'm sure it's the age old, you know, problem, but this whole I don't know how to be vulnerable with a person um with the screen now. We just we don't even have to be in person to like start developing uh relationships and friendships, but there's just this I don't know, there's something missing because this community that once was, you know, you used to go and find communities in real life and there used to be things that took place off of a digital screen, mm-hmm. but now it's like we're already in this virtual reality and we live in this virtual reality where we find friends uh, you know, by way of just a, a social media platform, yes. right? Yes. So it's it's not – we're missing something in community, you know? It's not meaningful. Right, exactly. Right? And then it just moves and, and hops and changes. So circling back to putting that in the whole Aristotelian sense of the word friendship, back then Aristotle made the point that there are three types – of potential friendships you can have. So there's the the friendship of virtue, the friendship of utility, and the friendship of pleasure. So when we start out with the friendship of virtue, we see the desire um, is for the good of their friend, for their own sake, right? So we see, uh, now once you dive deep into this, you realize that Aristotle is kind of making the point that virtuous self-love is a thing. So he says something like, therefore, the good man ought to be a lover of self, since he will then both benefit himself by acting nobly and aid his fellows. So he kind of has this idea of virtue that is, there's a virtuous type of self-love that we're seeking through friendship. So you should do good to others because it will ultimately, you know, benefit yourself.
1: When you hear it in terms like that, it sounds like there's an ulterior motive. Sure. Yeah. As opposed to it being purely right. uh, virtuous friendship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I hear coming yes. out of that When we're talking about
0: that agreed So when you look back on virtue ethics, you know when you dive into Aristotle's virtue ethics he continues to recognize the uh, Contrast between having something in excess and having something in something lacking right and so he tries to find the middle of that in order to find what is valuable so you can understand how he comes to this conclusion and you can understand how he sees this virtuous self-love as being something beneficial for all of society and it truly is virtuous because it's quote-unquote for its own sake. But you almost can't separate that. Like if something is good for your friend, it's ultimately going to feel good to see your friend succeed, to see your, you know. But I think the idea that they were getting, that he was getting at was this idea that both of you are seeking to be virtuous. So I think that it's, completely you know contrasted with the friendship that is of utility and pleasure because it's not transactional so in the friendship of utility it's this transaction between um, you know friends friends are an asset to make life easier you know you have these friends that are almost more of a tool than uh, just simply simply a friend right there's a, this yeah
1: yeah and a lot of times you find that in the workplace yes. like you'll yeah. you'll end up being friends with somebody because you end up working together sure. and you have this skill set and it benefits both of you yeah and you can talk about it and you have it in common and you both have this benefit from it right and so therefore you continue to be friends. But Mm -hmm. once that utility is removed, then you rarely talk to one another. You rarely, you know, call each other because that really was what was
0: holding that friendship together. Exactly. And it's very similar to the friendship based on pleasure, which is as obvious as it can get. It's the friends that are meant to increase pleasure. I mean, these are your, you know... These are your fun, your fun friends. Your yeah. fun friends, but you're also like, I would call this a one way friendship because we don't really, you know, give each other much. But we're, you know, we can hang out and have a fun time.
1: It's almost like you're enjoying the same things together at the same time. So yes. it reminds me a little bit of like someone who is on a sports team when sure, they're in high school sure. or when they're in college, and they enjoy all know. these. things. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, because you definitely are. <laughs> Just want to clarify. A-
0: and I don't like sports. <laughs> this is a continuing joke for me and my mom because she likes sports and I don't.
1: Yeah, and I'm continuing to encourage her. The beauty of sports, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: there's, there's something she's, there. <sighs> she's really doing something with this one. Keep going. <laughs> Anyways,
1: <laughs> so you enjoy sports with people who enjoy the same sports team but then when you move away from each other you know you don't stay in contact because you're because yeah, you can't play surra- basketball yeah you're not surrounded you're not by that basketball. sport anymore or you say you both love going to the movies but then sure. you get married and you have a family but you can't go to the movies with your friends and hang out anymore and sure. so it just changes it changes everything right so right pleasure so,
0: can yeah. be short-lived yes and i think that's what i would emphasize about this friendship regarding utility and pleasure is this short-lived nature, this, like, shallow nature to it. And that is, it's it's missing something, right? Mm-hmm. It's missing the desire for each of you to do good. It's missing this goodness for its own sake, right? This, right. like, and, and what that will ultimately result in is jealousy, apathy. Uh, you could fill in your blank as to, like, the consequences of, you know, enjoying these types of friendships and they'll end. And then you'll kind of look back and be like, what was, what was the point? Did I waste all of my time? That makes life feel a little bit, I don't know. Meaningless. Meaningless. (laughs) I don't like to say that all the time because I say it all the time, but yeah, it makes it feel meaningless. It's just so fascinating. It feels empty. 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 That's a good word. Uh, So it's just fascinating to, to look at it this way because once I read that, I was like, wow, I need to, you know, reevaluate. Some of my friendships in my life, and like, be thankful for the good ones. And and yes.
1: Well, and I think I think like you say, it gives us a, an ability to look at friendship in a way that we can assess it. Yeah. We can look at it and examine: is this really a a
0: friendship that is is growing in the way that it should be? Right. Exactly. So, and I think it's it's fascinating. Like Aristotle wasn't did not claim Christianity. He saw this and he recognized that virtue is the good, right? Mm-hmm. And the good life is that which seeks virtue. Mm-hmm. I just said the same thing over again, but it's that's the whole point. Like, that's <laughs> it. That's that's Aristotle. So it's fascinating to see that he could step back and see, like, these are the good friendships in my life. These are the not so good friendships in my life. This is what I'm going to pursue, which is the life of contemplation. And not the life of politics or of pleasure. You know, I'm not just seeking honor. I'm seeking all of the virtues. I'm not seeking hedonistic pleasure, which you know, hedonism uh, avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. You're you're not living the life of an animal, right? Just like acting on instinct, but you're living for a higher calling. Even though he didn't even know what that was, you know. Uh, so that's exactly right. It's interesting to see that and seeing that relationships were this one-to-one situation for him, right? So that's the Mm -hmm. emphasis is they saw each other as souls intermingling, right? Yes. And that friends are like kindred spirits who complete one another, right? And you can see this within when he talks about like one soul in his writing and things like that. Then it leads in to this friendship idea, this concept of achievable friendship somehow in Paul, right? Yeah, and Paul is going to bring in something that's
1: so radically different because God is going to be the basis Mm -hmm. for the friendship. And this is going to be the replacement of that virtue, right? Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that can surely be said here is that pleasure can be good in a friendship and also utility can be very good in a friendship. right? But it's not good when that's all that the it is. basis to yeah and I think that that's why you see so many people who are empty in their friendships because mm-hmm. there's an an absence of God right. right and we can see that in the Bible John 15 12 through 13 It states, My command is this love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. And we can see that there's this desire in a friendship to count one another more than yourself and to do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, and that we should come to the friendship in humility, counting others more significant than ourselves and it also says in Philippians 2 which in the book that we're reading they take the the aspect of Philippians and they talk about how Paul and the Philippians loved one another and their friendship together and how they had this sincere ability to care for one another and they were giving to each other, right? And they shared in all three of the aspects, not just utility, not just pleasure, but the most important, and that would be the virtue in the sense of what the way we see God, right? Mm -hmm. Living a virtuous life according to what God is called us to do and that's laying down our lives for one another that is caring for one another and as it says in Philippians 2 let each of you look not only to our own interests but also to the interest of others and so this is this two-way friendship Mm -hmm. and I think as I was thinking about you know this podcast and everything there are friendships where I might be more weighted in some areas and others like, Mm -hmm. for example, our gifts and talents may be given by God and we may share those together more than we do, you know, going hanging out or something like that. And that's okay. But what makes it meaningful, what makes it so rich and deep is the fact that we both are pursuing God and where we are loving one another from the holy spirit and that gives it its sincerity and you can work through differences because of that too Mm -hmm. right you can have forgiveness you can overlook an offense you can you know do all of these things that continue to cultivate growth in a friendship Mm -hmm. absolutely and
0: i think that's the most important part right and that differs from aristotle so paul differs from aristotle because Aristotle says the most important parts of a friendship are this mutual care, intimacy and shared activity. And that just reduces so much of a friendship down because he thinks that there's this this soul connection within, you know, checking these boxes and seeking the good together, right? But once you make that one-to-one relationship of man to man, whatever, uh, and you change that and you, you alter sort of the, the graphic, if you will, right? Yes, yes, No longer do you just have a man and a man, right, being, you know, joining in friendship. But you you have the God feature above them and it makes this sort of like, I'm going to try and tell you a graph I saw clearly with colorful language. So <laughs> you draw a triangle, right? At the top is God. Amen. And then the person and another person at each corner, right? So there's this, this sort of, um, giving to each other because you're receiving from God this same, uh, strength and satisfaction. You're not seeking it in each other. You're not soulmates that's with right. your friends, right? Because right. that, that's pressure. That's responsibility. That's not what we're supposed to do. Now we're dependent on God. We're both dependent on God and we seek, Um, our solace in him and that way, it's just like how Montaigne talks about it, just like adding God, where he says a man with nothing to lend should refrain from borrowing, right? So, if you don't have anything to give to your friends, you know, no energy, no time, no effort, no care because you're just seeking for them to to pour into your life, what's that going to do? You're just two empty cups, right? Yeah. But God fills us and that way we can Be full.
1: Yeah, and our our reliance is totally on God and not dependent on the relationship so that when the friendship gets to a point where maybe one of the friends can't give the way that they Mm -hmm. maybe did at one time or in a certain way, their dependence is still on God and Mm -hmm. they can still remain in that friendship and encourage that friendship and help carry the
0: burdens of that friendship. Exactly. So that's what... God has allowed us through Christianity is actually to truly understand one's soul, right? Because we both have this holy spirit bringing us together. And that's that's just another thing that in Christianity, you know no one talks about really because they you know sometimes you you know something or you know how to do something it just kind of comes to you naturally and so you don't think about that being like a skill or a gift or a talent, right? Right? Because you don't recognize You know that it's different from anything else i think we need to take a step back and be like what does the holy spirit give us what is the why why should anyone want to be a christian in the first place right if anything this is the reason we should want to be christians and to love god is not only because he saves us not only that but if we're going to add more on to that um this understanding of man since we're made right with god and we can truly understand each other's soul because we're united with the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. I don't know, just like romanticizes Christianity to a point at which it's like almost you don't want to refuse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you learn to love one another, right? Mm -hmm. You truly learn to love one another. And this friendship is such a unique way of being able to enjoy the world together. And out of all of this, this is the question we always ask, right? But why Mm -hmm. should we care? Yeah. Yeah. Why should we care about friendship? Who should care about friendship? I think a lot of people do care. I think a lot of people care. (laughs) I think I care. I care. And I Um, will tell you, actually, this chapter has made me rethink the way that I'm going to communicate about it. Not because Aristotle has brought something, but because Paul and the way that his writings are has expressed truth but Mm -hmm. also because Aristotle was asking these questions and he was trying to lay out a way to understand what friendship is and that made me think.
0: Right. I think on top of that God provided us with this community so that we can bear each other's burdens and I just recently um, wrote a sort of article over this and how important the church is and how we've lost a sense of you know church through virtual uh virtual meetings because it can be such a benefit and it's definitely something that we need as a church body but also if the virtual church has become something where you don't feel like you're missing anything by being on virtual church versus being in person except like a long drive right then like you're missing what church is supposed to be
1: Yes, you're, right. you're missing the community. Right. You're, you're missing the
0: face-to-face, the ability to see if mm-hmm. someone's hurting, the right. ability
1: to hear someone.
0: And in this age of, as, you know, Dr. Noble in his You Are Not Your Own book, as we keep bringing up, like, if you look at the world how most people do today, which is, like, seeking this efficiency and stuff, like, this makes sense. We should be utilizing our time for our job or to get ahead in, you know, what we're what our, our project is right Of
1: course me I might be saying hey <laughs> coffee, let's have a friendship exactly right, right. so that's the that's the <laughs> whole that's idea you, though right yeah and that's what you want to do maybe not in excess but right sure sure sure, sure but sure. you want
0: to do that. But in such an efficiency driven society, we must step back and think what is valuable in life and what will what what are we told as Christians to continue to pursue and place value in that being friendship that being the body of Christ. So by understanding the way that and the beauty that these friendships can be through Christianity, then it it can be really powerful and it can produce the meaning, you know, that, that can make us wake up in the morning sometimes, you know.
1: And I can see how you would say that it can make you wake up or have this sort of meaning. I know what you mean when you say that, because in community and in fellowship, we are being the hands and feet of Christ, right? Right. And so it is an expression of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. working through us to communicate Christ to one another and to a society around us. And we need each other.
0: Right. We hope you enjoyed Aristotle. We hope you enjoyed Paul, and we hope this one made you think.